welcome to Cywans Radio. You're listening to the Open Source Lisbon's podcast, where you can find talks of prestigious speakers from the biggest open source event in Portugal. Today's episode will be about cybersecurity with open source. A talk by Sergio Silva, ethical hacker, cybersecurity specialist, and CEO at CyberSec. Good afternoon, all. Um, my name is Sergio, um, and uh, uh, today uh, there should be a specialist here about to talk about these things, but he could not come, so I'm here. Okay. So, I'm uh, Sergio. This is my email. I used to work for the government, but uh, now uh, I found CyberSec. And I'm finally a CEO on LinkedIn, okay? Um, I don't have many friends, so... If this thing works... Okay, you can find me on the main social networks, okay? Maybe... Maybe we could uh, even make a match, you know what I mean, okay? So. Um, especially for this event, uh, I've made the English crash course because normally um, people don't invite me for, the thing, for these things. So my English is not very good, but I'm going to try, okay? Okay, first, first thing, why open source? Why should you protect your organization with open source? Well, a bunch of freedom, you all know that, um, that lines from open source, see the code, check the code, support of the community, and even one solution, many clients. In public administ administration, for instance, this is very important because um, I can have one solution that fit fits all, so I, I don't have to invest a lot of money um, on that solution, okay? And uh, in Geek Talk, it's, it's sexy, I know it's not, but okay. This is the main reason why you should use uh, open source um, uh, to protect your organization. Mainly, um, the, reason main, the main reason is, uh, like I said before, um, <coughs> the freedom to check the source code, to see what is happening and how it's happening. That is very important when you are implementing cybersecurity. Why you should not use open source, okay? Because um, when thing goes, goes wrong, there is no one to blame, okay? So you are on your own. This is the reason why you should not use open source, okay? Okay, let's begin. Uh, today I'm going not, not going to talk about uh, um, solutions, the main solutions that you, you um, normally hear, like um, firewalls and things like that, but uh, I'm going talking about the phases of uh, a cyber attack 
And um, there are three phases on a cyber attack. The phase before, during and after. And um, I'm going to try to show uh, some tools that you can use uh, without spending a lot of money, even without spending money, um, to, um, on open source to protect uh, your uh, organization. So, before a cyber attack, we must do this. We must do vulnerability assessment, we, do, we must do pen testing, we must, have, uh, must do training, and we must have a defense mechanism. These are the main pillars of um, uh, cyber security policy before an attack. So you must know what, what you have on your systems, uh, what are the, vulnerability, the vulnerabilities of that uh, systems, you must try to uh, exploit those systems before other people. And uh, um, I think the, the, main, the, main, uh, uh, the main thing is training, okay? Awareness. Awareness, it's very important because you uh, can have a lot of technology, a lot of systems, um, but if uh, someone takes an USB and uh, puts it on the workstation, you have a problem. So, Awareness is very important. And then you have a, uh, need to have several mechanisms that assure that um, your structure is, uh, is safe. Okay? So, the first thing uh, you should do is to, to make uh, OSINT assessment on your organization. And you can use this open source tool, it's the Harvester. With this, you can search on the internet uh, every information that there is about your organization. Um, you can see domains, subdomains, IP address, emails, uh, people on the LinkedIn, etc., etc., etc. So, you, um, this this tool gives you the power to um, to know every information that there is online about your organization. And uh, based on that, you can decide if that information is a vector, uh, uh, can be used as an attack vector or not. So it's important to do OSINT on your organization and open source uh, tool to uh, reach that goal. Then, you can, it can, uh, um, you can uh, analyze, for instance, if you put on your website uh, PDF with the annual report of your company. Um, there's a, a little things that it's metadata, and metadata um, gives too much information about your company. So you can analyze with MetaGo Fuel the metadata about your company. For instance, uh, in some cases we can extract uh, usernames, um, software versions, printer names, etc., uh, etc. Et For instance. If I detect with this tool that uh, some organization uses um, Office 2010, I'm going to send uh, a craft document, a Word document, that has an exploit for Office 2010. So it's important to do this uh, assessment on the, the documents that the company puts on, online, okay? And you can use another tool, for instance, to know what uh, is happening on your network. Uh, Nmap gives, it's a great tool. Uh, it's for uh, uh, Microsoft lovers. You also have uh, 
um, graphical interface, okay? So don't, uh, don't be worried. Um, but uh, Nmap gives you a, a lot of uh, information. Um, and it's, it's very um, strange for us, for instance, when we do, we do uh, Nmap scan on a network and we uh, see a lot of workstations uh, with the same problem that caused WannaCry and in 2019, okay? So it's important to know and, um, and MAP tells you uh, even if the uh, workstations have uh, a problem or, or not. But you can also use OpenVAS. OpenVAS is a, a very nice tool because uh, here in Portugal, um, there are many security companies that use OpenVAS, then they change the footer and the header, and then uh, to the client there is a, a pretty report, okay? So, OpenVAS is completely free and um, it gives you um, the power to know on a, this, with this, this look and feel uh, every aspect of your uh, network, okay? You can see uh, the risk that uh, the, uh, the risk on your uh, on your network. So, OpenVAS is a, is a is a great is a great tool um, to use when you are trying to know what what are the problems on your uh, on your systems. Okay. And then, for instance, you can use uh, Z attack proxies. Okay. With this, you can test uh, a website or a web application for um, several um, problems uh, and you can detect before the, 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 the bad guys, you can detect things on your uh, platforms that you expose to online, okay? So, uh, till now, all the tools are open source and you, all the thing that you have to do is to download them. Then you have a great tool, Infection Monkey, okay? This was this is one of my favorites. Infection Monkey does um, all the attacks uh, in the uh, inf internal infrastructure, internal network. Okay, so even if you have uh, infected by malware, uh, Infection Monkey uh, tests that, and that is great because if you invest a million dollars on the uh, a system that detects everything, you know, and the vendor says, oh, this is great, this is my black box and everything um, is detected here. So you put Infection Monkey working on your network and you see that it's not, uh, things are not like the vendor says. And there are things that are passing to the internet like um, a simulation of uh, um, uh, command and, and server, okay? So Infection Monkey is a great open source tool for breach and attack simulation on a network. So if you have a network and if you are worried if, if there are any issues uh, in that system, you should use Infection Monkey. Okay, and then for instance, uh, if you want to test uh, people on the organization, if they are going to open emails and if they are going to click on that link, you can use GoFish, okay? GoFish is free, okay? No money involved. And um, uh, you can make a campaign, a campaign, and uh, you can track 
who uh, have people that open emails, that clink emails, and even if people have submit data on emails, then you can uh, go to the people in your organization and say, okay, you shouldn't do, should not do that, let's try again, okay? Month later, you try again, and you analyze the results, and you are going with this mechanism and with this tool, you are um, uh, having more and more awareness of cybersecurity on your organization, okay? Um, you can also use similar tools, for instance, you drop a lot of USB, okay? on the floor and you can you can track who people who put that USB on their working workstations okay now let's imagine you know that um, I have an organization I'm the IT guy and um, people uh, the administrator is, is telling me well we must have a system that tracks everything that uh, monitorizes the uh, if everything goes outside our organization, that tells me if there is an attack, that tells me if something on the workstation is going bad or not, okay? It tells me that thing, and you say, okay, great. So, uh, what's the budget? And he says, okay, no budget, okay? That's the Portuguese reality on other countries, you know? So, the IT guys start taking Shanax, okay? and um, sing his life backwards. And, um, okay, what's the solution? The solution is open source. Why? Because we have this. Okay. And this, this is a project, okay, that is the integration of several projects and that you don't have to worry about compiling stuff, nothing. It just, it's just a, a distro that you download the ISO, you burn a CD, uh, and, or you put on a, a VM box, and you have this, okay? And this is great because uh, some companies sell this uh, with uh, um, very, uh, sell this uh, not very cheap, okay? But uh, you can have all this for free, so, you can see what is happening on your network, uh, what are the events, you can uh, um, take alerts, okay? It even has Elasticsearch inside, so you can search uh, quickly on the events and you can track what, what happened on the, on the network, okay? So, you can see, uh, for instance, what is happening on a on a communication? What events are happening on the on the network? Okay, this this appliance is called Security Onion. Okay, it's free to download. It's an open source project, and it has all this aggregated in one uh, system. Okay, so you don't. Uh, uh, you don't have co to compile anything. You don't have to install anything, okay? Your, your friends are, um, think that you are not a good pro because you don't have terminals with, uh, um, with uh, uh, green uh, boxes, okay? And dark, and dark in, uh, but um, for, for it's, it's an excellent solution and um, it does all the things that Solution proprietary solutions do 
um, and they, that costs a lot of money. So this is a great, a great solution for network monitor, uh, alarmistic, and to see what is happening and if there is an attack or if there is malware on the on the network. Okay. And this is the screen of install. So it's a, basically a Linux install. Okay. So no, no, very hard to install. Okay. So next, uh, we have all heard of uh, GDPR. Okay. So for instance, if you have a pen um, with some uh, sensitive data, okay. Um, you can use VeraCrypt to encrypt that data, okay? Not TrueCrypt, okay? VeraCrypt, because there is a difference between two and uh, VeraCrypt, you should use VeraCrypt. So, uh, because it's different, if you say, if you, if you say to the um, control authority, I lost uh, a pen with my patient data, and um, they, the pen doesn't have uh, encryption. But if you say, okay, I lost my pen, but the pen uh, was encrypted by VeraCrypt or some kind of that software, um, then it's okay because no one can look the data that is in the pen, okay? Now, this is um, the installation of, a screenshot of installation of VeraCrypt. It, it's very simple. It, VeraCrypt can make uh, containers. A container is a file that you can move wherever you want, okay? Then you mount that file and you have all, all the, um, the files that uh, you have encrypted. Then, for instance, um, this is a requirement from the GDPR, the Privacy Impact Assessment, PIA, okay? The obligation of the controller to conduct an impact assessment. We have this obligation. Okay, not in Portugal because everything happens in Portugal. So if you do this and if or if you don't, it's it's okay. So, and but I have 25 minutes and I have to put the slides something. Okay, so. But if you are one of the organizations that invest a lot of money on GDPR, okay. I would take a minute of silence because you shouldn't have, to have done that. Because, for instance, there is this tool, okay? It's a French tool, okay? And this tool has the power that every lawyer is selling in Portugal, okay? That is the power to make the compliance and to make the... the the, the analysis, okay? This is an excellent tool, it's open source tool, and uh, um, you answer all the questions, and then he uh, gives you, um, he, say, he says to you, you have to make these aspect, aspects better, or you have to improve this, okay? And uh, if the, um, the controller authority comes to you, what are you, go out, what are you doing about uh, the GDPR, you have the evidence that you are doing that you are doing this. So, um, open source, and you can download it on GitHub. Okay, so uh, you can even customize it, put your logo of a new company, and you can sell it to everyone. Okay, that's the Portuguese reality. Well, and 
for instance, after the attack, you have um, this distribution, okay? Um, that is a forensic uh, distribution that have all the tools to analyze what has happened after a cyber attack, okay? So um, you, can, you can, for instance, uh, analyze a USB device, you can uh, analyze memory, uh, RAM, okay? You can analyze a mobile phone, you have all the tools here um, for this, okay? Okay, conclusions. You can really use open source to protect your organization, okay? There are open source solutions for every stage of a cyber attack. You don't need to spend a lot of money. Oh, um, open source doesn't mean no money, okay? Because if no money, Cyan uh, uh, didn't have the money to mount this um, great event, okay? So we must uh, support uh, open source. So, and the final conclusion, of course, my English is uh, very bad. Okay, thank you all. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Google, or Apple Podcasts so you never miss out any of our episodes. Once again, many thanks and see you next time.